You are now in tune to a 726 Studio production. Yo, what's up and welcome back to another episode of Planet Josh. Today, I'm joined by Miss Fernanda Reyes, the host of Taiwan Por El Mundo show on Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to Planet Josh. Hey, hi, Josh. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm a journalist and I have a radio show as well. So it's really nice to be like in the other side of the, of the program, you know. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you, but at the same time, I'll, it makes me a little bit nervous, you know, because because <laughs> you do this radio thing for, you know, like a living in a sense. So, it's like, hmm, will I mess up? Will I do this right? No, but, no, yeah. no worries. <laughs> no worries. You're doing great. And yes, actually, I'm, I'm nervous too. Like, it's not common to be on the other side. Well, welcome to the other side. <laughs> so, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Besides what you had already said. Okay, so um, yeah, I came to Taiwan to study and to study journalism. And then I started uh, teaching English. Then I'm trying to move uh, to something more related to my field. And I found this opportunity. And along the way, I found others. So it's like, it's a hard way for me because journalism here in Taiwan is not as I expected. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I like it so far and I'm doing my own thing, like the radio show. I'm also the photographer and doing things about communication as well. So content creation. So yeah, I like it so far and it's been really nice. Okay. So Taiwan, you said you came here to study, but why Taiwan? Well, first, uh, my dad, um, he's also a journalist. So he came a long time ago as an invitation from the government. And it was, he, he liked the place. And then he's like, you should go there to study. It's safe. And I'm pretty sure you would like it. So then I'm like, okay, let me try it out. And then I, I came here. Yes. And I also, my cousin was here. So it was like, it was easy for me. Yeah. Okay. So you, you weren't alone. Was your cousin also in Taipei? Yeah, yeah. She was in Taipei, but um, yeah, we barely saw each other. But at the same time, she opened up that door for me as well to come and to settle in the airline. Okay, yeah, I, I think I can relate to the part about being in the same city and not seeing someone because I had a cousin that was here. She came here after I did. And she was like, you know, Ming Chuan is at you know where, of course, you went to Mingchuan and then mm-hmm. her school was like near Shipai, mm-hmm. which is like maybe four stops away. And I, I probably only saw her like maybe two or three times in her time in Taiwan. Yeah, that happens a lot. Like you see a lot of people from from your country as well and you barely see them because like, I don't know, Taipei has something that there's always something to do. And yes. it's like, yeah, you cut out, you can, yeah, you, you're you all don't over have the place. Time. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, how long have you been in Taiwan? Yeah, seven years. Seven years. Yes. Did you see yourself being here this long before you decided to come? No, really. I always keep postponing like I'm leaving next year. Apparently, I'm going to give it a year and so on. And I remember when I graduated, I was like, oh, probably I'm just going to stay for a bit, probably one year. 
and I'm then I'm gonna leave. And then I'm like, no, I, I, I guess I just like the place. It's nice, it's safe, and yeah, it's a good place for me right now. Yeah. So right now, what's what's your thought on it? One more year or? Oh uh, well, uh, I think this is the year that I definitely going to leave. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you said you came to study journalism. What was it about journalism? Well, besides your dad being a journalist himself, that made you want to pursue that degree? Well, first, yes, my dad had a lot to to it. Uh, but at the same time, because I see the journalism back home in Honduras, and it wasn't, it's not good. Like, it's terrible. And I was like, let me study this field so maybe I can help the community in it or give a better journalist than others, right? So I was like pushed by it because I'm like, I was seeing that example back home and I didn't like it. It was too, too much scandals, too much like yellow journalism. And it was just like, that is not what I want. So that's what I was like, okay, let me, let me study journalism in Taiwan. It seems like it's a place that it's more democratic and free. There's a lot of uh, freedom of speech. That's why I was like, Taiwan might be a good place to do it. And because that doesn't happen back home, we don't have freedom of speech. We don't have a democracy. So it was like that, that pushed me a bit to come and study that. Was there anything that you learned that really stuck with you? Like, okay, this is something that I didn't know about this and it has really helped me change my perspective. Uh, well, about um, globalization, I guess, culturalism and also racism. Like, those are things that it wasn't related to journalism. It's more related to, to my personal view here in Taiwan, because there's a lot of things that happen and you kind of live in a bubble. And when you are exposed to it about this culture, this, um, meeting other people's culture, you learn a lot from different perspectives, from different news around going on around in, in the world and but honestly like i didn't learn and like much I, I like no i'm saying like i didn't nothing's got stick to me when i was studying journalism because it was more like theoretical learning but yeah basically when you're in a university you learn by yourself you learn on your own you become a teacher right because like yeah the teacher provide everything for you but you're the one that takes what it's best for you so for me it was more about about social social life so, sorry society and yeah that's what it's got it stick to me about yeah freedom of speech and this kind of like the environment that it's free it helped you to like you know change the way you look at the world not only just the journalist side of like, it Exactly, because back home I live in a bubble as well. I used to live uh, like um, there's a lot of like racism problems, and we don't see it because for us it might be normal. But once I came here, I was like, I met a lot of people. And I'm like, wow, like that behavior back home is not normal. You know, those kind of things was like shift my mind into a better person, I guess. Yeah, I I, I can agree with you with that because. 
back home you're like you said it's the norm you know we see it every day so we don't think it's oh yeah that's that happens every day it doesn't really matter but then when you start looking at things from a different perspective it's like okay maybe the way back home isn't the right way yeah you know yeah yeah and you start questioning about all the behaviors that have not only Honduras is all over the world like you start questioning what is going on with the world you know and as a journalist that is something that we get questioning we always want to ask and ask questions so yeah yeah it makes sense so right now you're doing radio but has radio always been something you wanted to do or would you prefer to do like tv or written work i prefer to be behind behind scenes to be honest um i didn't see myself doing radio but i guess it was like a step for me to start um in this in this media because i was when you just fresh graduate you are a little bit scared so for me like that pushed me to to be more creative so but i do prefer written word so i prefer like yeah writing um articles and news about it so for example right now i'm also like working with uh, my dad actually we created this platform we started as a facebook group um as a newspaper as well from in Honduras but we started as a Facebook group a Facebook page sorry and then we right now we're in a, doing a website so it's like that is something that I want to do something that it can help my my community by words and by providing information that is reliable providing information that is it's better content than what they see so that is what I want and I'm trying to work on it slowly but yeah, bit, it's, yeah. It, it's a process. So, so let's get into Radio Taiwan a little bit. Right, right, right. How did you end up there? Uh, it was it's a nice story actually. Um, I was looking for jobs and then I saw this radio station. I saw that they have a Spanish department. So I was like, oh, let me try it out. And they were, they were not like contact, c contact information, like about careers or jobs, opportunity, nothing. So I just saw like the contact email that they had in their website and I sent my resume over there. I was like, I was not expecting to be hired. I was not expecting anything. And then like two weeks later, this lady calls me and she introduced herself that is from the radio and that she, at first I, I applied for an internship. And then she's like, no, we have a position for you to be a freelancer, um, radio host. Uh, are you interested? Maybe we can have a meeting and stuff like that. So that's how it started. Yeah. Okay. And what has that been like for you? Because, you know, you said you prefer to be behind the scenes, but now you're a whole host. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a process, learning process. Um, I had to... Yes, we learn about scripts, about how to perform in a radio. But being there, actually being there is a lot. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. Even though it was only me, it was scary. But it was a learning process because I had to, re I, I do my research of the topic that I want to talk. 
I have to, if I interview and so on, someone, I have to schedule that interview and make the time for me and for them as well. And like, it's, it's a whole process because I also edit the, um, the whole show. So it's like, I do complete everything. I don't have a team. So for me, it was like, okay, you have this job, you had to get it done. And I had to learn to do all the steps. So before, probably my show is only like 15 minutes, 15, one, five. So for me, before, like if I tried to record, record it, it took me like an hour and a half. Now for me to record it and to, to produce it, it's just 30 minutes. So like, yeah, it was, it was a process for me to make it better and to, yeah, optimize the process of of producing the, the show okay you've come a long way from yeah hour and a half to 30 minutes yeah that's a huge huge difference yeah so let's talk about the show a little bit taiwan por el mundo what yes what happens on the show why that name first of all okay so um radio taiwan international it's as a, the name says is a radio based in taiwan and it's for everybody in the world so mostly they have different departments i think they have like 12 departments so they're telling me okay you are going to be in spanish department so for me what they say talk about taiwan because that is is based in taiwan basically so I was like, okay, let me talk about Taiwan, how I can like show everybody about this place because not a lot of people know and things to, to show, show about Taiwan. Like it can be anything. But then I'm like, wait, there's a lot of Latinos here and my audience is Latino. My audience is basically from Mexico and students from Mexico and Latin America. So I was like, let me try to put Latinos living in Taiwan. So that's why Taiwan for Mundo. Sometimes I talk about Taiwan, uh, like things about Taiwan, but most of the times I try to put or compare Taiwanese behavior with Latinos behavior, society. So that is like a mix up like between two cultures. So that is my show to see what Latinos do here in Taiwan and to show it by my radio show. Okay. Sounds interesting. I would check it out, but I'm not a Spanish speaker. My, my Spanish <laughs> is very, it's very <laughs> lacking. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah. Um, so when does the show, it's what weekly, right? New episodes. It's a weekly. weekly. Yes. It's a weekly show, 15 minutes and it's on Tuesdays at 10 AM. And where is it available? It's in the website, the Radio Taiwan International website. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and there's so many, many op uh, radio shows as well. It's not only mine. So that is also it's a cool platform. You can even learn Chinese if you want from over there. So, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have you been there? How long has the show been going on? Uh, it's, it's been like, I think, almost two years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost two years. It's, now I'm, I'm doing the 80, no, 90 seven episode oh <laughs> episode wow 97 yes, yeah it's almost two years yeah. what have you learned through all those 90 something episodes i learned a lot about taiwan <laughs> yes more than i used to uh like 
for example, like I sometimes I talk about flowers right now. I remember one episode talking about a flower, a specific flower, because we also have it back home. I'm like, I was trying to compare the flower. And I'm like, oh wow, they have this flower here in Taiwan. And and when I see the name and when I I started like looking to information about what they do with the flower here and they do teas and they put flowers in in food and stuff like that i'm like okay that i didn't know about so it's just yeah i learned a lot about about taiwan especially and also like the culture more about the culture um i learned about being more confident myself as well and because that is like Sometimes I don't even I don't even like to listen to my shows because I'm like I don't get used to of my voice, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, cringy a little bit, <laughs> but it's something that you learn. You learn because you have to be confident. You have to, yeah. You have to. You do your work, so it's like you know it's good. So yeah. Yeah, but still, when you hear it, when you hear yourself, it's still cringy. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And people ask me like, "Hey, I want to listen to your podcast." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, sure." I'm still like, it's hard for me to like to to say, "Okay, sure." Like, give me that. Like, so yeah. it's still, it's still, yeah. Even though you've been doing it for almost two years, it's still still like that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a learning process too. Something that you that has to do with being embarrassed a little bit but it's it's something that you have to overcome eventually right yeah for sure so besides radio you said you do a lot of um well not a lot of you say you do photography you do like other stuff on the side yeah photography about what specifically about products mostly products photography yeah product photography mostly like food and yeah products so how do yeah how do you get these, you know, connections for these different jobs for the, um, just for the photography side? I actually buy another job. I was working in, as a PR and then I met this person and then we became friends. And then he told me about his agency and he's like, okay, like, no worries. Let me teach you how how to take better pictures and stuff like that because he saw that I was interested. And then yeah, he's um he's a Taiwanese that has his company. And then yeah, he taught me everything that he knows. And from that I started being more confident to be honest. And I also realized because before I used to be a very shy person. I was like, why did I choose this this career, you know, journalism? And because it's, you're not supposed to be shy, you have to like be out there. But so I also had to learn that social skills a lot. And yeah, that helped me a lot because you to ask the right questions to be more social, to have that connections with your friends or people that you are meeting. So that helped me a lot to get the jobs that, I'm, that I have so far. So yeah, key point right there, networking. You never know. Networking, exactly. You never know who might have something down the road to help you out. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I was like, I was very, very assertive. I was like, okay, I'm going to do networking. And then I started doing it. I started to go out. 
And then I met a lot of people that it's doing a lot of stuff. And then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated about meeting these people that is doing like incredible things like with the world, even like seeing their stories, to see their stories, to hear their stories. I'm like, that is a very motivational story, to be honest. And that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, you know, you know what? Compare Honduras with Taiwan for us. Just a quick, what do you think are some things they have in common and some major differences? All right. Um, well, first, I'm going to start with like the similarities and then the differences. So, similarities, I would say it's very similar <laughs> in terms of family. In Honduras, we are very family oriented. Family for us is the most important thing and even before friends. So, what happens here in Taiwan is the same. They are very proud of their family. They are very, like, very united. And family is the most important thing, just like as back home. So, that is a similarity as well. And that, yeah, people feel proud of their, their home. And that is something that I see with like how moms treat uh, daughters or sons here or parents, how they treat their, their kids here. They also do it back home. So it's very similar, the behavior with families. Um, the difference is that here it's more freedom to like to go out, to be safe on the streets and also to see the world, to try to be better. Back home, we don't have that. We don't have that sense of unity. We don't, people throw garbage on the street. People like they are, they're not clean. It's not safe. And I would like to have that back home. People here, they tend to see each other to be respectful to one another. So that doesn't happen back home as much as I would like to see. And yeah, that's the only difference, I guess, besides food, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that of yeah. course. Yeah. Well, well, I don't have much else to ask you. Yeah, but, okay. But for those of you that are listening, I just like to let you know, guys know that, that she's a very busy person. Besides radio, <laughs> besides photography, she's, she's also doing this episode at the gym. Very <laughs> <Yes>. busy woman. <laughs> no, sorry about that. Sorry. It's okay. You hear any, anybody like walking on the street on the, the side. No, no, no. <laughs> Pretty good. But yeah. yeah, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule so that we no. can get this done. No, you too. You too. Thanks for letting me be here. And as for the Taiwan por el Mundo show, I will place the link in the description to make it easier for whoever wants to check it out. Maybe practice your, in your Spanish, sorry. And yeah, is there anything you want to say before you leave? Any, any words, words of wisdom? <laughs> words of wisdom. I think for me, I would say like, get out there. Don't be scared. And even though we are, sometimes it's, uh, as long as you try a bit, like you, Josh, I'm pretty sure for you, it's just scary to do the first show. Oh, yes, very. <laughs> uh, right. So it's like, you did it. That's, or like planet, it's, uh, it's something scary, but yeah, just try and 
and see how how it goes and yeah if it's meant for you it will it will be yeah yep you don't know unless you try exactly yeah okay and well with all that said i will catch you guys on the next episode peace